I would want to continue the theme for the month that our pastor has been sharing for the past weeks. We have been um, just looking at the theme, activated faith. Activated faith. And the first service was a great blessing and want to continue in that same light. Activated faith. Say activated faith. And on this theme, we will just look at the sub-theme. Faith commits God. Say faith commits God. Say faith commits God. I want to start by saying that faith is a spiritual substance that commits God to your destiny and the issues of your life. Faith is not something that can be held, but it is a spiritual substance. The Bible says in the book of 1 Timothy chapter 3 verse 9, he says that holding the mystery of faith, which means that faith itself is a mystery. He says holding the mystery of faith in a pure conscience. There is the mystery of the Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And some of us have been trying to understand this mystery. Mysteries are not to be understood. They are meant to be applied. And when they are applied, you see the blessings that are attached to the mysteries. So he's saying that faith is a mystery. The same way we can't understand how God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit is still God, one God, Faith as well is a mystery. If you fail to understand this point, you fail to know what faith means and how to work in faith. One thing I want us to know is that faith doesn't just commit things to God, but also commits God to things. When a man has faith, he gets to the point where he doesn't just ask God for things. He doesn't just pray to God about things. But he confronts things on behalf of God. The Bible says that if you have faith like a master seed, you will say to this mountain, not God. You will say to this mountain, there is a level of faith that does not ask God for daily bread. It commands bread on a table. When a man has faith, he commits God to things. Oh, you can clap. Before I continue, we have a church online and I want us to share the page briefly before we zoom into what we have to do quickly. So please, you can just share and as, and as pastor will say, when you share, you come back to the service. Hallelujah. So, when a man has faith, he gets to the point where he can commit God to whatever he's going through. The Bible says that let the weak say, I am strong. There comes a point in your faith where you don't pray for healing. You speak to yourself and you declare. Why? Because you are committing God to the situation. Faith commits God to your physical life, your social life, your family, your health. When your health is failing and you have faith, you can get to that point, as I said, and you speak to that pain in your body. 
you don't belong in this body. This body is the temple of God and God lives in me. Pain cannot dwell in me. There is a point we must get to in our faith where we allow God to be committed to our health. Faith commits God to our finances. When things are going bad in your finance, you can allow God to be committed to your finance. The people had to pay their tax and they gave way for Jesus to command the fish to bring out a coin in its mouth. God can be committed to your finance. I pray that in 2021, God will come through for you in your finance. In the name of Jesus. Faith commits God to your career and your business and to whatever concerns you in life. I want us to look at certain texts in the Bible from the book of Romans chapter 1 verse 17. Romans chapter 1 verse 17. For therein is the righteous of God revealed from faith to faith as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Please give me another version. Give me another version. God's way of putting people right shows up in the acts of faith, of faith, confirming what scripture has said all along, which means that when your faith is in place, God is committed to confirm his promises in your life. The person in right standing before God by trusting him really lives. Let's look at the book of Galatians chapter 3 verse 11. Galatians chapter 3 verse 11 said, But that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It is evident for the just shall live by faith. And the last text, the book of Hebrews 10 verse 38. Hebrews 10 verse 38. Now, the just shall live by faith. When will the just live by faith? Say now. Say now. When you postpone an action, it is hope. When you enforce an action, it is faith. He says that now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, which means that if you draw from faith, you are drawing back into doubt. You can't draw from faith and go back to faith. You are drawing from faith and you are going back into doubt. He says that, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. When you walk in fear, God is not pleased. Let's look at another version of this text. He said, my righteous people, however, will believe and live. But if any of them turns back, I will not be pleased with them. When you look at the text that says that, and the just shall live by faith. To live doesn't mean to exist. This thing, uh, this bowl is existing. This monitor is existing. Which means that until something happens to him, it won't move. The chairs are existing. But in the mind of God, we are not made to exist. 
we are made to live. Which means that the just shall live by faith. The just shall enjoy by faith. The just shall be healed by faith. The just shall rule by faith. The just shall be delivered by faith. The just shall prevail by faith. The just shall triumph by faith. Whatever living means in your life, the just will enjoy that. But until you get to the point where you enforce your faith, it will not be done unto you. But I pray that God will come through for us. Faith secures the pleasure of God. To have the pleasures of God flowing into your life, you must walk in faith. Hebrews chapter number 11, verse 6. Hebrews 11, verse 6. And without faith, it is impossible. Say, it is impossible. Say, it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God, this is one of my favorite texts. For he that cometh unto God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Without faith, you can't seek God. Without faith, you can't diligently seek God. And many of us don't even know that God can do what we are asking him to do. Why? Because we don't have faith. He says that, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. God is not pleased in, in a life that is working in doubt. You are uncertain that what you are asking God for, he may do it he, or he may not do it. But you see, the scripture says that God is not a man. Full stop. Let me take you back. What does it mean to be a man? The Bible says that the arm of flesh will fail. Full stop. So the arm of God, instead of failing, it delivers men from the pit of hell. He says that God will pick you from the mary clay and set your life on the rock. I pray for somebody that instead of you failing, the hand of God will pick you from the mary clay and set your feet upon the rock in the name of Jesus. So men's arm will fail. But Bible says that by your mighty right hand, you brought the people of Israel out of Egypt. The same hand of men that disappoints you, that same hand when you are falling, the God, the faithful God can pick you up again. I pray that God will pick you up this morning in the name of Jesus. Faith must be in place for God to take interest in your affairs. A husband is committed to his wife as long as they are married. There is something that makes a or makes a man committed to a woman. It's called marriage. You are bound by law and you are bound by the word of God. Something must cause God to be committed or to find interest in your life. If you don't please your boss, you don't get the benefits he can give you. If you don't please in your company, you don't get paid. A company can give you a pay cut. Why? Because in that month, you didn't work well. You were absenting yourself or you were giving excuse duties. I mean, you're saying that, oh, I was, I was sick, blah, blah, blah. Giving excuses. And you see, the excuses will come alongside with pay cuts. 
must be pleased in your life. He must be happy with you to find interest in whatever is happening around you. A lot of us don't know how to attract God. Learn to attract God by walking in faith, by believing in what he has said. And pastor gave us a very interesting and simple uh, okay, a, a text to faith or the meaning of faith. He says that faith is doing what God has said. It ends there. You can't have faith and not do what God has said. You must first know what God has said. Many of us have forgotten the promises of God that must be enforced by faith. And the question is, what has God said over time? You see, fear makes you forget the promises of God. But one thing the man Abraham had was that he never forgot the promise of God that through him, his son, his seed shall be blessed. If you walk in fear, you will forget the promises of God concerning your life. You will even forget that this year has been declared as the year of fruitfulness. If you walk in fear, if you walk in doubt, you will not know that your life has been put on autopilot to be fruitful. Mark chapter 9 verse 23. Mark 9 verse 23. Mark 9 verse 23. Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believe it. Please give me the message Bible. The message version. Jesus said, if there is no ifs. Wow. This is interesting. You are making plans and saying, but if, if in case, if in case it doesn't go, if in case, you can turn to your friend and say, and say are, you, are you part of those if in case people? If, if, if in case the exam doesn't go, if, if in case the deal doesn't go, I'll call this man. But he says that Jesus said, if there is, if there are no ifs, not just one. Ifs. We are, we are, some of us are living lives of ifs. Oh, if, 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 ifs. Not just one if. Ifs. May God heal us from every ifs in our lives. In the name of Jesus. The language of faith has no ifs. One meaning of faith is holding on to the truth. The cases of life notwithstanding. Until the truth comes to pass. Holding on to the promises of God. Like Sarah. Like Hannah. Holding on. And the issue is that. The Bible says that. They that, they that diligently seek him. You, you need time. To diligently seek God. The Bible says that. Ask and it shall be given. You don't take time to ask. He said and seek and you will find. Faith is in the place of seeking. Sometimes um, we just, we just um, not find something we, we, we want or we have just um, uh, misplaced something in our rooms. And you'll be searching for it. You raise your bed, you raise your chair, you clear. Please, do I have any witness? Mm. You'll be searching. And sometimes it takes like four days to find that single thing that you are looking for. 
the problem with us is that we don't know how to go through the process of seeking. So we are quick to find ifs in our lives. I pray that God will help us. I pray that God will help us in the name of Jesus. Your faith must engage God to your issues. You must learn to put on your faith gear. If you're about to drive and you are on park, no matter how hard you press on the, on the accelerator, you only make noise. Vroom, vroom. And people are... And those who are not close, eh, they'll think that, oh, you're speeding. <laughs> you're going so fast. Meanwhile, when they come out, the car is just bringing out dust and making noise. If you don't put on your faith gear and move according to the things that God has said concerning your life, you will only be making noise in your life and you will be gathering dust. Meanwhile, you are motionless. But in 2021, you will put on your faith gear. You will put your, you put your gear on drive. And once you move and you press the, you press the accelerator, you see motion. God is going to move us from where we are to where we must be. I said God is going to move us from where we are to where we must be. Where we are is not where we must be. And God told them that you have dwelt too long on this mountain. Which means that when you are staying at the same place for a long time, God has taken notice. But the painful thing is that it takes God to come and remind you that, hey, my sister, my child, you have stayed too long in this poverty. You have stayed too long complaining about the things that are not going well. Get your faith gear on and see me move. I pray that God will move in our affairs. God will move in our affairs. Let's look at the book of Daniel chapter 3 verse 17. Daniel 3 verse 17. We'll just move fast. If it be so, our God whom we serve is, is able to deliver us from the burning fairy furnace and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. They had put their faith into motion. They had activated their faith like what, we're, what, what was preached to us in the first service. I mean, we all went through this, the, the full text and we saw the scenes that came up. And they were told that if they don't bow to the golden image, they are going to be put in a furnace that has been raised seven times. And they said that even if our God doesn't come through, the first thing is that we know, but even if, which means that there is a place for if, but you will still stay on the promise of God. Even if God doesn't come through, I know he will come through. Even if God doesn't heal, I know he will heal me. Even if God doesn't provide, I know my table will not lack bread. So these men, they knew that God would come through for them. And the Bible said that as they enforced their faith, the fire turned into high school. It turned into AC. They were chilling in the furnace. Meanwhile, the, down there was hot or was very cold, but up there was hot so much that those who put them in, they got bent. You must learn to be steadfast and hold on to the word of God that is tried seven times. It has been purified. It has been tested to be true. 
the spirit of faith operates through the words of faith that proceeds out of our mouth. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 13. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 13. And I read, we, we having the same spirit of faith, the same of faith, according as it is written, I believed and therefore I have spoken. You can tell when somebody has faith by the things that come out from his mouth. He is in the place of possibilities, confessing the right things to a wrong circumstance. Something is not going well in your life, but you are engaging God to that thing. Why? Because you have believed in what you have, what God has spoken. Sometimes you, you just hear, you hear people speak negative words to themselves and they think, oh, that's as for this, this uh, sickness, it will kill me. As for this poverty challenge, <laughs> like the song that uh, Pastor sings, now hustle with the hustle, 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 hustle. <laughs> and it, in fact, there are some people who have accepted the name tag, hustle. Yo, hustle, what's up? Oh, yo. And they are walking, accepting the name tag. But he says that, and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore we speak. When you speak, you show God that you believe in what he has said. And Bible said that, and, the, and God, he framed the world by the word of his mouth. What kind of life are you framing by the things that are coming out from your mouth? What kind of home are you framing as a husband, as a wife, what kind of business are you framing? What kind of life, what kind of health are you framing? By the words from your mouth, I pray that God will help us in this season to speak things that will bring healing to us in the name of Jesus. When faith, when faith brings God in the scene, when faith commits God to the scene, you are supernaturally in control or in command. When faith brings God or commits God, look at the man called Daniel. He found himself in the lion's den. A lot of people will just be running, running for their lives in the den. But you see, when he engaged God, the lions became pets. No praise. Faith can narrow any difficult situation to a comfortable scene because it makes you in control. When everybody is just running and they are uncomfortable and they are unsure of what is going to happen, you are in control. Like the man Daniel. He saw the lions very hungry. They have been starved for days. But yet he enforced his faith and they became pets instead of praise. The same things that can kill men will not kill you if you enforce the faith of God. The, the same things that can break people will not break you. Instead of it breaking you, it will make you stronger. It will mend you. It will hold you up to receive the promise of God. I pray that you will not be broken in 2021. I pray that you will not be broken in 2021. 
in the name of Jesus. Let's look at the book of Hebrews chapter 11, verse 33. Hebrews 11, verse 33. Hebrews 11, verse 33. Who through faith conquered kingdoms? Faith can make you conquer any kingdom. It can make you conquer the kingdom of hell, the kingdom of sickness, the kingdom of pain, the kingdom of frustration. Faith can make you conquer. Who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises. Faith will make you obtain God's promise over your life. And stop the mouth of lions. Which means that this is where he comes. Which means that and Daniel enforced his faith and the mouth of the lion was stopped. What is destroying you in life? What is consuming you in life? You have not stopped their mouth because you have not activated your faith to ensure that they are stopped. Abraham's faith committed God on the mountain of sacrifice. He trusted God. And you see, I read this and I think it's in the book of, of um, um, Genesis chapter 22 from verse 1. God spoke to him and the Bible said that early in the morning, early in the morning, when you hear an instruction from God and you delay in obeying, you don't have faith. God spoke to him and he says that I think verse 2 or verse 3, he said that early in the morning, Abraham, he saddled his donkey. Uh, please find verse 4. Uh -huh. Yeah, verse 3. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him. If you are quick to obey the word of God concerning your life, it is a proof that you have activated faith. When you enforce your faith, God will show up. God will always show up. God will always show up. Why? Because there is a reason to show up your faith. And when God shows up, the devil will show down. He will step back. I pray that God will show up in your life in the name of Jesus. Faith is not just to bring God into a scene, but also to commit his very presence in your life. When you walk in, in faith, you walk in activated faith, you engage God's presence. And this is where I'll just dwell in the next five minutes. One thing that the devil wants to do is to deprive you of the presence of God. When you engage faith, God steps in, which means that his presence comes. Look at the scripture. Psalm 16 verse number 11. We'll be ending soon. Psalm 16 verse 11. He says that you have made known to me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. And at your right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Take note of this. He says that there are, there are two things in the presence of God. Number one, it is fullness of joy, not just joy. Which means that it is not happiness based on good things that happen to you. But bad things can happen to you and you say rejoice. I say again rejoice. People of faith, they rejoice in good times and they rejoice in bad times. When you are over sorrowing and you miss the point that God is with you even in the bad times, you don't have faith. Number one, 
there is fullness of joy. And number two, there are pleasures. The blessings of God are found in the presence of God. So if the devil makes you not walk in faith, he is denying you of joy. And the Bible says that the joy of the Lord is my strength. Any man who is not walking in joy is weak. Any man who is not walking in joy has been deprived of strength. What is strength? The ability to hold on and go on. People are losing strength because that is the agenda of the enemy to wear you down, which means that not just, uh, not just for him to put on you something you can't stand with. You see, when you, for, for, for example, you call, you call a five-year-old boy and you ask him to raise this combo, this thing will, will wear him down. It will weigh him down. And that is the assignment of the enemy. To weigh you down. So that you lose the joy of the Lord. When you have the joy of the Lord, you have strength. I pray that strength will come to you. You will not give up. You will not give up. The year is too early. You see, the, the plan of the enemy is to hit you early. It's to hit you hard in, in this year. But we are not ignorant about his devices. We are aware of his schemes. But we have gone ahead. Because the joy of the Lord is our strength. My last scripture. Isaiah chapter 12, verse 3. Look at why you should not lose your joy. Look at something. Therefore with joy. Say with joy. Oh, say with joy. Therefore with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. I take it again. Therefore with joy. Which means that joy is like a bucket. Joy is like something you can draw. You can draw water from. And the wells of salvation. Let me tell you some of the things in the wells of salvation. There is peace in salvation. There is, there is healing in salvation. There is, there is provision in salvation. There is deliverance in salvation. There is hope in salvation. There is righteousness in salvation. There is fruitfulness in, in salvation. And when you have joy, you are able to draw out all these things. I pray that in the name of Jesus, the joy of the Lord will not be missing in your life. You will not be wear out. Nothing will wear you out. Nothing will wear you out. You see, when you lack joy, when you lack joy, this is what will happen to you. You will be weak, one. And when you are weak, you can faint. What is the meaning of fainting? To faint means to lose consciousness of what is going on around you. The devil wants you to, just to be unconscious about what God is doing. This is our season of fruitfulness. You can't be unconscious. You can't be unconscious. Hold on on your joy. Hold on on your joy because you can't be unconscious that this year is our year of fruitfulness. Every aspect of your life must bear fruit and the joy of the Lord in the presence of God shall make this possible. I pray for somebody. You can be on your feet and let's pray for the next two minutes. You are praying that Lord, by my faith, I will not lose my joy. By my faith, I will not lose my joy. By my faith, I will not lose my joy. Pray in the name of Jesus. Lift up your right hand and say, Oh God, strengthen my faith. Let me not lose my joy. Let me not lose my, my joy. Let me not lose your presence. In the name of Jesus. I call out our shout. Come on and pray. Come on and pray. It is the agenda of the enemy. You will not lose your joy. You will not lose your joy. You will not lose your presence. 
the presence of God will not be out of your life because your, your faith shall be activated. Your faith shall be activated. Your faith shall be activated. Your faith shall be, uh, shall be activated. Your faith shall be activated. In the mighty name of Jesus, it's our season of fruitfulness. And your faith shall be activated. In Jesus' name. Please put on the screen. You can put on the screen. Revelations. Just pray. Pray in the language of the Holy Ghost. Someone's strength is coming back. Someone's strength is coming back. It is too, it, it, it's too early to, to lose your joy. It's too early to lose your strength. Because there's hope for the year. Revelation chapter 22, verse 2. And this is an instruction from pastor. Revelation chapter um, 22, verse 2. He says that in the midst of the street of it and of either side of the river was there the tree of life. The tree of life, which bear, bear how many fruits? Twelve fruits and yielded her fruit every month. Say every month. There is a truth about this fruitfulness that every end of the month or every month we will see the fruitfulness of God. Don't let the devil deceive you. Activate your faith and ensure that this promise is seen in your life. And he says that, and, and you that have fruit every month and the leaves of the, of the tree were for the healing of the nations. You are not just going to touch your home. You touch the nations because your fruit will come. Will, will just feed me. Feed many people. It says that kings shall come to your light. Kings shall come to your light. Kings shall come to your light. I want, I want some envelopes. 